Hello there, and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show to encourage and empower creative CEOs just like yourself through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator, but you can just call me Brayden, your gay best friend, here to help you unfuck that biz. If you're ready to dive in, grab a notebook, maybe some coffee, and buckle in to learn how you can implement solid strategies to build a profitable business. Well, hello, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden, and today... The title of our episode is Why You Need to Be Brand Value Driven from the Start. Now, I had a really hard time nailing down this title, and I also had an equally hard time outlining this episode because talking about the importance of a brand, it's really hard to put into words. Like, it's one of those things, it's like, you know it when you feel it, you know it when you see it. It's kind of hard to explain and really coach people on or convince people about, but I'm going to do, I'm going to do my best. So why you need a brand value driven business. So what does that mean to me as the person who made up this title? Well, you need to think about the value of your brand and then help that drive your business decision. So that's my explanation for it. And we're going to be talking about, as you probably guessed it, trademark and copyright in this episode. But if you want to learn more about the technical aspects of this, I write about it in my book, Unfuck Your Biz. If you already have a copy, fantastic. If you don't have a copy, you can grab one at unfuckyourbizbook.com. But if you want to snip it, we're giving away a free chapter today. It's chapter 13, which is all about trademark and copyright. And you can find that at notavglaw.com forward slash chapter 13. And we'll link it in the show notes so you can grab it there as well. So this topic has been top of mind um, since I've been helping over the past few months. I've helped a few different business owners with business acquisition. So one client um, purchased a business and two other clients sold a business. And I've been helping them through the process of this. And a lot of us, I was thinking, this really got me thinking, a lot of us don't really think about this. Or we assume that it's something that we're doing like when we retire. But that actually hasn't been the case with any of the people I've been working with. They've been in the middle of their business and they're just kind of planning on branching off and going either in a slightly different direction expanding their business, or there's just like a piece of their business they don't want to do anymore. So so they're selling that. And usually what gets people interested in buying a business is essentially the brand, like the brand of the business in which they want to, like the brand of the business they want to purchase. Maybe the systems too, but most of the time, what I find is that people have their own systems. Like most of the time, here here's what I think. If a business needs all of your systems, then I'm thinking maybe they're too like new or green to really be equipped to run that type of business you're running. Like they probably have their own unless they're like, they're doing this thing and they're really good at marketing, but they know that your business is super, super streamlined and they like really want that piece. In which case, great. That might be a good a good chance at a business acquisition for them, like a good opportunity, smart move, right? But most of the time, it's the value 
um, of the business that they're interested in the brand value of the business. So when we think of the value of our business, um, we often think of ourselves. So our own ideas, our own thoughts, our own genius, our own face, that kind of stuff. But it's really our brand awareness for others. Now, if you're the face of your business, like maybe you are the brand, in which case it's a little hard to pull yourself out of that. That's something that you have to plan for down the road. Um, but it's really all of this other stuff. So the fact that people say when someone, you know, is like at a party, they're at a business event, a networking event, whatever, and someone says, oh, I really got to get my taxes filed or, oh, I need you know, a trademark or, oh, I really need to form my LLC or, oh, I need to ask somebody about doing an S-corp. And the person they're talking to says, oh, oh, my friend Brayden can do that. Or the not your average law firm can do that. Like I listen to their podcast. They're great. You should hire them. That's the goal, right? Like that's what we all want to be top of mind for word of mouth communication. And having a really strong brand is a shortcut to that, to that word of mouth, right? Like imagine, this is what I think about, like imagine if you had all the SEO, like power that you have now, all the social media followers, all the brand awareness, the referrals, everything that you have now, imagine if you open your business on day one with that, what, like how that would have changed and impacted things for you. I can tell you the first year of my business, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. I don't really know who I was helping. I would go in into work. I'm using air quotes here. I'd go into work because I paid for an office, even though I didn't have any clients. And I would just kind of sit there like I would spend I might have something on my to do list. I would do that. And then I would just sit there. I, I wouldn't really know what to do. Didn't really have clients coming in leads, any of that kind of stuff. But if I'd hit the ground running with all of this, then that would have solved all of that. I'd have work to do. So that's how much easier it would have been. And that's the shortcut folks get when they buy someone else's business because all that brand awareness is already there for them. But don't don't let me lose you because we're not just talking about selling a business. So if you're not selling a business, I want you to still think about all those things that I already highlighted. That's the value of your brand, right? The SEO, the social followers, just the general fact that when your business name like pops up somewhere, there are people out there who sees it and are like, I know what that is. I know who that is. I know what they do. That is very, very valuable. And we don't really think about that. Okay. So it's great when we have that. It's great to have a strong brand, but it's even better when we have ownership over that, right? Meaning like we can stake claim to that. There's a logo that exists in the market. There's a name that exists in the market. People think about us when they see that or hear that. And they, they think about the value of the business. They think about, oh, I see this brand name. I know who runs that. I know they have a great team. I know they do fabulous work. When I need this thing, I go to them, right? What prevents someone else from swooping in and basically replicating that by saying, I'm going to take a very similar name for very similar service. And now someone might associate me with your brand, even though like I'm shit, I haven't started doing this. And I'm basically just writing um, the coattails of all the hard work that you've done. Well, you can prevent that if you really own your brand. In addition to that, it makes your brand even stronger, like even more valuable, right? I think about this like like owning a home, 
and brand protection is like having a really great security system. It's like having a fence if you need it. Those things not only make your house more secure, they also make your house more valuable because they're home improvements. That's the way I like to think about it. So how do we do that? Well, you guessed it. We do that with trademarks and with copyrights, my friend. Um, and so that's where the book chapter comes in. Again, not abglaw.com forward slash chapter 13. Go learn more about specifically about trademarks and copyrights, when you need them, how you get them, all those kind of things. But in this episode, I want you to think more about just the value, like the value of this. And also, we I want to talk about how generally you just have to have brandable things, right? So I'm not a branding expert. I like to think I'm pretty good at branding, um, mostly just because people tell me that between like the contract club and unfuck your biz and these various programs I've come up with. People often tell me, Oh, you seem to be good at uh, naming things and coming up with a brand identity. And for some people, I think it comes easier for others, but I also just think it's always top of mind, like more top of mind for me, because I'm like, how do I uniquely position myself in the market? Because I'm going to want to protect that down the road. You might not be coming from to it from that same lens through that same lens, but you should start to, right? How do you distinguish yourself? How do you differentiate yourself? How do you make yourself look a little bit different from everyone else in the market? Because if your name is very same Z as everyone else's, A, that's not great branding because you're not, you're not making people really think of you when they see this like word or slogan or whatever, but B, you're not going to be able to protect that either. Okay. So just yesterday, this also got me thinking, I was talking to some business friends about changing my social media usernames because I have been Braden Adam Drake on Instagram for quite a while now, but I realize as my business starts to grow, I've always loved the idea of having a personal brand because I mean, I'm going to be honest. I like the, <laughs> I like the attention. I like the fact that people know who I am when I go places. I like to speak on stages and be on podcasts. I love to do all those things. But I also, you know, I'm, I'm kind of lazy. I don't want to work 60 hours a week. I'm not interested in that. I want to grow a team and I want to have people that I can rely on and also support other people through salaries and payments and all these kind of things. And I also just like to provide really great services when I can, you know, for the things that we do. And I can't do all of that on my own, right? I can't be great at everything. And we offer a pretty wide suite of services in our business. So I need to hire people. And that also, I think, means that we're going to be better served in the long run by being known as a collective or as a law firm rather than just myself. So that's why we've been doing this subtle pivot to the not average law branding, because what makes us not average? Well, hopefully the way that we approach things, the general manner in which we work with our clients, but also the fact that we do both law and tax and that we do one-on-one services and courses and programs, right? So these are all things that make us not average. So as I'm shifting that kind of branding message, I thought, well, maybe I'll make my Instagram handle not AVG Law. So I already have that for the law firm, but my account that has 5,000 followers, maybe I'll take it over there. And so I was asking my friends, does this make sense? And one of them said, you know what? It does make sense. But I actually always think of you as unfuck your biz. And she said, I know that's not your business name, but that's how I always think about you. And at first I thought, well, shit, maybe, you know, maybe I'm making a mistake and I'm choosing the wrong name because I already have brand awareness over here. And then I realized, no, that's not really a problem because that's really powerful, right? Then when someone thinks of the term unfuck your biz, they think of me, 
right? They think of Braden, they think of my business. And that is, um, I think that's not really like a super common phrase, but when I think about the fact that I own the trademark for unfuck your biz, like, I think that's, that's pretty cool. Like no one else, no one else can use that. I own that. Right. Um, I've applied for additional trademarks as well. So hopefully I'll be able to say that about other things coming up, but now I don't think of it as a problem that people know me as this other thing. I just think, oh, well, I have an opportunity to, for people to get to know me as a different thing. And I now just own these multiple assets. That's where my thought process goes. So although the pieces are a little bit cloudy, um, in my mind, I'm assembling the pieces to create a larger brand with a lot of like smaller assets with these different trademarks. And while it's hard to put a dollar value on this, it's one of the most valuable revenue generating pieces of our businesses. So even if you're not thinking about a potential business sale right now, you need to consider how you can position your business to stand out and create a brand presence. Because again, it's valuable. Like you want that. You want to be different. You want to be known for something. And once you do that, once you figure out how you're different, how you want to position yourself, what you want to be known for, you're going to come up with uh, better program names if you're in the program space maybe you're going to change your business name. I'm not advising that you should do that. But if you still need a business name, you're going to come up with better ones. And once you have better names, better frameworks, better things that you want to own, um, you're going to want to prevent others from using them. Or at least you want to prevent other people from preventing you from using them. Does that make sense? So sometimes we want to say, hey, get off my lawn. This is my name. You can't have it. And in other circumstances, probably in both both of these cases, really what's even more important starting out is we don't want anyone to come and tell us that we can't use a name after we've invested a lot of time and money into it and we've become uh, known for that particular name. And how do we do all of this? Well, we do it through trademarks, through intellectual property, thereby creating a solid, a solid foundation on which we can grow our businesses. So it's taken me some years to get here um, to start to establish these different brand names that I've started to stake my ownership claim on. Um, I've had a few different iterations and I, I won't bore you all with all the details because it's been a little bit of a journey, but I'm now pretty, pretty happy with where I am. Everything's starting to come together. And as I do that, I want to make sure that I'm really, really protecting these assets moving forward. And I want to encourage you to do the same. So again, if you're ready to learn more about trademark and copyright, grab that free chapter. Also, if you're interested in getting the ball rolling on trademarks, you can sign up for one of our trademark quickie searches. We should have a wait list for you up. If you go to our everything page, not abglaw.com forward slash everything, you can sign up there. That's all I have for today's episode. If you loved it, make sure that you share on Instagram. Tell all your friends about it. Um, we want to put in some effort to grow the show. And the easiest way for us to do that is for you to share with your friends. So we always appreciate uh, when folks share. And if you're not already a member of our Facebook group, Braden's Besties, go hop in there. Join us. We, you can hang out and talk to us about all your favorite things. And uh, that's that's it for this week's episode. Like always, we'll be back next week in your podcast app for another one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. 
Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.